Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Enjoy the Walk podcast. Excited to dive into this one as we've got three Canadians who are going to drive all across our country in the next year or so and see every PGA Tour event there is to see uh, from start to finish. And with the PGA Tour having an insane schedule, um, I'm pumped to dive into how they're going to do it, why they're doing it, and what brought these crazy three together to even think about conquering something like this. So excited to have super fan sprint guys, Matt and Jake on the show. Matt and Jake, thanks for joining us. Pumped to hear the story. How you guys doing? Doing well. Thanks for having us. We're yep. uh, we're excited to jump into it. Yeah, let's get it going. Absolutely. Well, I mean, first and foremost, you know, you guys being from Canada, whatever gave you guys the idea to jump across in the United States and say the PGA Tour is what we're going to go follow. And we're not just going to do it for a couple of weeks. We're not going to just go see the Ryder Cup. We're not just going to see a big of like the four majors or whatever. We're going to do every single event of the PGA Tour from start to finish. Um, whose crazy idea was it? And, and were you, were you drunk the night you said yes? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like it, it started, uh, the idea started like this past February, we were, we were at the, uh, WM Phoenix open, uh, which is obviously a pretty fun event to attend. Um, and so we, one of our friends, Kai and I were from the Toronto area and we, uh, we flew down to Phoenix and we met up with Jake and, and his friend, Robbie, who both live in Southern California. And we just spent the week going to that tournament and we were sitting on 16 the one day and we we're kind of looking around and just sort of having a moment of taking it all in and, and talking about how the, the tournament targets a lot of younger people. And it's sort of a different crowd than you would get at a typical PGA tour event and how we really liked that. And, and that it was sort of a step in the right direction for the tour. And then we were talking about how the previous week's event was in Pebble Beach and how we could have gone to that event before. And then following week event, we were headed to L.A. right after we finished in Phoenix. So the following event was uh, the Genesis, which was which is all which is in L.A. And so we were joking about how we could have done like three tournaments in a row. And and then we we thought of the idea of maybe we'll spend like a summer or something following a few events in a row or, or a month or something doing a few events in a row and it just kind of spiraled from there. But yeah, certainly a few beers involved. And then um, we kind of woke up the next morning and decided like we could actually do this if we could do it for a full year and how it'd be really cool to see the country. And uh, I think we've all wanted to do something like this or, or take a year off and, and do something crazy and just seemed like a good time to, to do it. Um, the pandemic, I think, made us realize how short life is. And it was like, fuck it, let's just go do it. So <laughs> that's basically where the idea started. And we've just been kind of building it up from there. I love it. I think the pandemic forced a lot of us into those moments of saying, well, if not now, never. Or if not now, when, right? When, if ever. Um, so that's absolutely absurd to know that, uh, you know, you guys were just like, yeah, let's not just, you know, tiptoe into it. Let's do it all. Um, right off the bat, I think is just absolutely uh, really cool to see. Um, when you guys brought this to the table and you said we're gonna we're gonna chase it, we're gonna do it, all events, all all the you know all the time spent, we're gonna spend it together in one you know super sprinter van or bus or whatever it takes. Uh, what logistics went into choosing? Okay, this is how we're gonna do it. We're gonna we're gonna do it all in one van or a bus, and and why? Yeah. So so our first really idea was to get like a Mercedes sprinter van or like one of those Ford sprinter vans. 
and we realized like they're like really expensive right they're like 80k some of them right like the brand new ones so we started shifting more to like alternatives that might be cheaper and you know we came across a short bus uh someone redoing it on youtube and we're like this actually like it looks bigger and it's more spacious and it's actually might be more practical to use because it's also taller and they're actually way cheaper too they're like you can get them for less than eight grand if you really want and then like what we'd figure you know we'd use our friends as free labor and just renovate it ourselves over the spring and summer and just take our time with it uh so that's where we really got that idea from and we're all pretty big into traveling too and we want to make it as comfortable as possible it'll almost be like our house for a year right so uh we figured a short bus would be the best way to do this yeah, I mean, who's your who's the brains of the architect behind it, right? Like, who's making the plans, or or is there just a, hey, we're gonna tear it apart and see what fits back in together? Kind of both, I think, right, Matt? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right now, we just kind of have a list of ideas of things that we want to include in it, but we don't necessarily have a good layout. So it'll be interesting to try and fit three beds into there. So we have the idea of maybe doing bunk beds on one side and then a single bed, or or convert having some bed that you can convert between like a couch. And a bed so we haven't really planned out the logistics of it yet but we do kind of have a list of things that we do and don't want uh well, in the bus so what what's funny is you're talking to a guy myself who is in the logistics industry and two dalton here who is architect by trade <laughs> that sounds like you guys would be a good resource for us so. yeah we were just talking off screen too about how like we wanted to kind of draw out what we envision it might look like inside and we both like have no clue how to go about it or to do anything that way we can uh we could talk off air because i don't want to let the secret out but i uh <laughs> i i made a um it's proprietary. That's why I don't want to talk about it. But I, I made a, a setup in the back of my out, my Subaru Outback that's like a pull-out grill. I could sleep in the other side if I want to, um, and it's kind of my camper on wheels. But uh, I spent a little bit of time over this past winter when I had absolutely zero things to do kind of drawing that up because the designer in me always needs something to, to sketch out. And so I have fun like with stuff like that. So it's cool to see that you guys are doing it on a little bit bigger scale. Um, obviously, there's no bunk beds in my Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> We, we probably wouldn't want to do bunk beds if we didn't have to, but three beds in a, in a short school bus just probably won't work if we do them all separately. And, and part of the reason we decided to do this instead of getting a longer bus or, or an RV or a camper van and, and trailing, uh, having a trailer on a, on a truck or something like that was we thought that part of the idea would be kind of funny of of it being like a grind to do this and how it sort of it would show like the the full fan experience that this isn't something that we're doing as like a luxurious trip this is like we love golf so much and we want to attend every event and that's going to be really difficult to do and so from a narrative perspective we thought making our living situation a bit more uncomfortable kind of fits the narrative that we were looking for and then also the bigger vehicles are just like more of a pain in the ass. They're hard to drive. You can only park them in certain areas. They use more fuel, et cetera, et cetera. They cost more to buy, et cetera. So um, we, we've kind of landed on the short bus and I think that's what we're gonna do. And it uh, should be interesting for sure, especially living in it in a year. Uh, it'll be pretty close quarters, but we're good friends, so. 
I mean, if there's one thing that needs to happen, there just needs to be a GoPro set up somewhere to oh, catch yeah. all the absurdly good moments that's going to happen when three grown men get inside a short bus for that long a time. <laughs> I can already see just the the hoodwinks that are going to happen, and I, I love it. Um, you know, you touching on being such a big fan of golf, and obviously you would be such a big fan if, you know, or you wouldn't be doing this if you weren't such big fans. Um you concocted this story up at, at the waste management, but looking into, you know, almost like a crystal ball, where, where are you guys excited to see most out of that next, you know, year schedule or maybe with the PGA tour, who knows where they're going to go in a year or two from now with everything going on. Um, but where are you guys excited to see most in with, within like the continental United States? Yeah, I think like, obviously there's a lot of events within the, the continental United States, Personally, uh, I really want to go to Bay Hill and see the Arnold Palmer event. I think that'd be really cool. Looks like a really nice golf course. Have some family friends that have played it before as well. So that sounds like a, a pretty fun event to attend. Um, and then I think the other one, naturally, because we're Canadian, would just be the Canadian Open. So we'll, by the time we get to the Canadian Open, obviously, as you mentioned, we don't really know what's going to happen with the schedule with um, switching back to a calendar year schedule, we're expecting it to be like totally different. So we really just have no idea what's going to happen uh, in 2024, which is when we are doing the trip. So we're, if it was the same as it is now, we would probably be about halfway through the trip by the time we got back to Canada. So that would be pretty fun for, for us to attend. And then we're hoping to go to every event that offers FedEx cup points. So um, that would include some, some trips where we'd have to fly. So I, I'm, I'm really interested in seeing the, the Hawaii events as well. They have two right now and they look like really nice golf courses and I've never been to Hawaii. So I would say those are some top ones for yeah. me. Yeah, I'll I tell agree. you, make sure you book it, do it. I, I was out there in 2019 and it was unbelievable. I mean, I, you know, went out there with family and visited Oahu, Honolulu, you know, the whole nine Pearl Harbor, that that island right there but i can tell you if you can make it work make sure you get out there because it's just it's unbelievable yeah it looks like if if they were like the first two events of the counter year right now is that's it's in hawaii right so we're yep. thinking like we might have to start there which wouldn't be ideal for the bus you know start with the bus you know our <laughs> first trip is flying somewhere which wouldn't be ideal but like that's definitely on my list too is uh seeing hawaii yeah, I mean, and I think it's cool too. I didn't know that was also part of the plan. Obviously, you think, you know, you're going in a bus. Like I didn't Conus. think that would be too. So, I mean, man, that's that's exciting for you guys to also be including all those events, events and really truly saying start to finish where the PGA starts is where we start and where they finish, we finish. I think that's yeah. um, r- really yeah. exciting to, to know that's part of the plans as well. Yeah, that's the plan right now. We'll see if we can make it work. It's a lot of international travel probably a bit more so with the new schedule we're expecting but it's one of those things that's really difficult to plan for right because it's like oh well where are you guys gonna go it's like uh, we don't know yet they haven't told us <laughs> yeah we yeah, have contingencies too like we in case we can't fly or whatever like we'll go to lpga events or what or something you know like there's other alternatives of golf in this country that we can see that will be just as fun definitely and it just seems like that's a lot of hauling I mean, if you think about it, because you start in the West Coast, then you make your way towards the East Coast, and then you got to actually come back towards the West Coast, yeah, and then generate your back back way to the East Coast and end up in Atlanta. That's 
that's gonna that's gonna be crazy that's unbelievable man that's gonna be awesome (laughs) yeah like those long drives like i'm actually really looking forward to them like i've driven from toronto to la three times so like i've done all these big trips before and they're always like it's the best way to see the country and like you never know what to expect and we'll have the camera going at all times so like well something will happen that'll be pretty funny and and just memorable for us and what'll be more more interesting is some of the some of the trips will be really fast, right? Like there's only, you only have Monday to Wednesday between events where there isn't actually something happening. So after the California swing, as of right now, that you go from LA to basically Palm Beach Gardens in Florida, and we'd have three days to make that drive. <laughs> all the way across the country. Um, and then to the playoffs, I can't remember where the, uh, the, well, the first playoff event, if it's the same, will be in Memphis. And then they're doing the BMW in our year in Denver and then back to Atlanta. So we'll, in three weeks, we'll have to go from Memphis to, to Denver and then back to Atlanta. So there's going to be a couple real long hauls. But I think like as we've sort of developed our schedule or what we think our schedule is going to be, those are some of the things that we're most looking forward to for the trip. Obviously, we want to see the golf, but being able to drive around the country, see the country, go to different places, eat cool food, that kind of stuff is also really exciting. That's all. I mean, now is your is your plan to uh, see like the Thursday through Sunday, to, uh, like days or like some of the yeah. practice rounds? Like, what's what's like kind of your expectation of how many rounds or um, for the tournament you're going to see? Yeah, as of right now, we want to be at there every time, every day, if we could. But like, you know, yeah. obviously, there's a lot of logistical issues. Like, what if the bus breaks down? Like, that's a long ass drive. Um, tickets are very expensive. Um, if we have to fly to like, who knows how that, you know, air travel and shit, right? Like something could happen, but as of right now, yeah, we're looking yeah. at going Thursday to, to Sunday. A lot of events are actually pretty close together, right? Like these, yeah. these long hauls are sort of anomalies throughout the season. So they do a whole swing through California. Like they'll go from, they'll go from, uh, Torrey Pines to Pebble beach. That's what they did this past season. So that's only a couple hours drive. So for those, if we're in the area, then we'll probably go to practice rounds if we can get tickets for them. Um, but we cert- the, the main idea would be Thursday through Sunday to start barring any logistical issues. And I think, you know, as I always look back on long trips with college teammates in vans or whatever, you always like celebrated the moment you got there. And I can only imagine as you described going from, you know, a, a tournament out to Denver and then back to Atlanta, all in that three week span, like the, not only the stories along the way are going to be epic, but just the celebration of getting to said event and like putting feet down on ground again and being boots on ground at another event, just back to back to back is I think going to be a really exhilarating part of saying, Hey, we're not just going, you know, point A to point B. We're also looking forward to get back in the bus and going back to the East coast. Uh, I just think, you know, as you look at the dominoes kind of start stacking on top of each other, just, it builds the hype. It builds the, you know, anxiousness of saying, man, we're, we're actually going to do this thing. Yeah, for sure. I think, I think sort of in between the events and driving around and stuff will, will certainly be like, that's a huge part of the trip. And, uh, and that's also part of the reason why we want to do this, right? Just, driving around uh, the continental U.S. and a bit of Canada. It's just a really – I think we'll see a lot of really cool things. We want to try and hit every state other than Alaska. Obviously, it's just kind of out there. So if they don't have an event there, we won't get up there. But we want to try and, and see a lot, maybe do some national parks and stuff if we can, right? Just 
it's going to yeah. be just as big of a travel experience as it will be a, a supporting golf trip for sure. Yeah, I almost don't want to even see the big cities when we're doing this because, like, I feel like those are just easy spots to just – you'll be able to go back to those. We want to find, like, hidden gems, like hidden golf courses in the middle of nowhere or hidden parks or hidden monuments or something that we didn't ever expect to see before. Yeah, a big part of of what we're sort of planning is when we actually get started is we, we really want to, like, connect with people in the golf community or just people in the communities in general and say, like, hey, we're going to be driving through, you know, this random spot does anyone have any like restaurant suggestions, right? You see these shows on food channel, like you got to eat here, or is there like some attraction in this place? We're going to be stopping for a few hours that we can go see that kind of thing. Um, so we, we want it to be very um, uh, like, we want to be able to connect with people and, and have people give us input in terms of like what we want to do and, and having a local's perspective in a lot of these areas will be super helpful. And we think it'll give us like a more authentic experience as we move through. Yeah. I mean, definitely touch on that a little bit because I think the about us page on your website is just, it's really special, right? You talk about people who want to do this and being super fans of the sport. Um, I think the things you guys touch on um, throughout your list of what's really important to your core values is, is really awesome too, right? Like, um, speaking about the community, speaking about the access to golf and how, you know, there are still barriers out there in which golf is really not available to everybody truly. And then um, how you talk about the inclusion and diversity and, and gender equality in the game. We see such disparaging kind of splits within all those things you guys list currently, right? We, we definitely don't have to look hard to see those things. And, and as you talk about getting out there in the community, how, how do you really see your trip affecting that side of the sport and being able to maybe add some, some really unique aspects to, to the trip alongside seeing professional golf. Yeah. So uh, our big goal at the beginning has kind of shifted into like finding more meaning to this. Like we don't want to just at the end of the day, like if we're just going to every event and just crushing beers and doing whatever, it's not really like at the end of the day, it's, it won't be as fulfilling as we really expect. So for me, like during COVID mental health, really like a lot of people really hit a lot of people hard. And golf was the first thing that really opened for us and brought us back to normal life. And I think a lot of people have started playing golf because of this. And, you know, when it comes to mental health, sports is a really good outlet for that and, and golf especially. So, um, and we've already done this too. I've been to a, I went to a mental health charity event down in California here and just, I wanted to offer my support and, you know, do our best to, you know, talk about how golf really can help people in a way that other things can't. And, you know, Matt talked about this in between trips. We, we want to be able to go to charity events, whether that's mental health or for children's hospitals or any sort of issues that uh, are impacted in society. So uh, that's a big part of a reason why we're doing this trip and why we think um, we can really benefit people. And another thing with that, too, is is we talk so much about how how great golf has been for us personally, but it is really difficult to get into the sport. It's very expensive to get into, obviously, and and there's sort of a, a typical demographic that plays the sport. Right. And so we're trying to sort of shift that and get more people interested in the game, whether it's just watching or participating. And hopefully they can we can help people get into the game and then therefore they, their mental health can be benefited as well. Like it was for us. So overall we just, it originally started as like, let's just go and do this trip for us. And then we figured we had an opportunity to like make it more fulfilling as Jake said. And so this is sort of what we've come up with for how we want to do that. Now that's, I mean, guys, that's really powerful when you, when you talk about 
being able to pay it forward, right? Like Dante and I talk about this all the time of, of the special poor, the special part that golf plays in our lives, right? Like that's our outlet. When we, when we go out there, we, a lot of times are, you know, as much as we want to film content, we just as much want to put the phones away and just enjoy being out there with your buddies or even by yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's an outlet you can do solo. It's an outlet you can get together with people. It's however you choose to, you know, have your outlet with golf. There's so many ways to do it, but in order to do it, you've got to be introduced to it, right? You've got to have the ability to go uh, out there and, and actually have a set of clubs to be able to go play and have somewhere to play. Um, so I think being able to try and pay that forward in a way that's benefiting others alongside a really epic golf trip for your guys selves, you know, it's going to be epic for you, but also for a lot of people who I'm sure you're going to meet along the way. And um, it's, it's trips like that, that change lives for you guys, as well as the countless people you're going to interact with along the way, which uh, kudos to you guys. It's really epic to see that part of it as well. Yeah. And the thing too, is like, you know, a lot of people talk about doing stuff like this, like when they're drunk or whatever, and just being like, Hey, this would be cool. But like, we want to actually like change, like go from being having this like as an idea to actually doing it. And maybe other people will see us just saying like, fuck it. And just doing stuff like this as well. And just, you know, living, you only live once. Right. And it's like, you might as well do something you really are passionate for and, and something that, you know, can really help people and benefit society in some way. Nail, nail on head, man. Uh, Jake, you, you guys are inspiring to say the least and to see this come to fruition uh, is going to be super exciting. And I, I just can't wait to continue to refresh the page and say, what are the guys up to now? Right? Like wherever you guys are streaming or, or showing us the updates, I'm, I'm excited to tune in. Um, so obviously getting ready for, I think the 2024 season is what you guys are, are gearing up for. Um, you know, in the meantime, you're looking at buying the, the, the bus in the spring. Um, what's the timeline look like to kind of get ready? What can people expect as they follow your page to say, Hey, this is when the guys are going to be doing such and such, you know, what, what, what can we expect from you guys here in the, in the next coming months to, to get excited for the, this trip coming up? Yeah. So when the idea first came up, we figured it would just be a normal PGA tour season where, where they were doing the wraparound seasons. So our original target was actually September, 2023 to get started. Like the next season is, is starting in a couple of weeks, September, 2022. So we just thought it would be the same thing. Um, and then when they announced that they were going to go back to the calendar year, we had to push that back to January probably is when it's looking like it's going to start now. So in terms of what to expect from us over the next few few months, or I guess over the next year really is um, we're right now we're doing a lot of fundraising. So we're trying to find creative ways to, to raise money. Um, obviously we're putting a lot of our own life savings into this, but it is still a really expensive trip. So um, we're trying to figure out ways that we can get support and, and whatever extra money we have, we're going to put towards some of these charitable initiatives that we want to benefit. Um, so that's sort of what we're, what we're working on right now. And then in terms of actually getting things going and when more of the action will be happening is, is probably, as we said, in the spring of next year, we plan to, to get the bus and then we'll, we'll spend probably the entire summer renovating it and things like that. And so the goal will be probably around Labor Day. So around now of next year, the bus will be done and ready to go. And then we're really not sure what we're going to do. Jake and I were talking just before we hopped on here about what we're going to do. Are we going to drive it down to Southern California and maybe hit up some LPG tour events in advance, or maybe do some uh, just, just, just do some driving around and checking, checking some other places out that we might not be able to go to as part of the trip. 
there's a lot of scheduling and stuff, right? Like we'll have to make sure that all of our tech is set up because we're going to have some cameras in the bus and everything like that. So um, I think in terms of like the meat and potatoes content before the trip actually starts, it probably won't be until the spring just because right now we're doing a lot of background planning in terms of how we're going to pay for this. And, and um, so, and then just keeping our options open for actually getting the bus. Um, and so that's basically what we'll be doing. And then, a lot of content will be coming out. Like we're going to film the whole bus renovation and that whole process. Um, and then obviously we'll be, we'll be filming other content as it comes up. Um, so that's basically where, what our next year looks like. Yeah. We just filmed our Kickstarter video a few weeks ago. Uh, I was back in Toronto for, to visit family. So that'll, our Kickstarter will be up. Uh, we don't know when, but we're working on just making it as you know thorough as possible. Just so people understand the whole idea. And uh, we're, we're looking at doing, we might do some of our own events, like a golf tournament or something. We're looking at Texas as a possibility, and then we'll do one in Canada and probably one out in L.A. somewhere. Uh, things like that we're going to be doing all, all winter to, to stay, uh, stay motivated and to stay on point and uh, just keep going and we'll, we'll get there. Well, as someone as someone who gets lost on the uh, the bus renovation world on TikTok, Instagram, and whatnot, I'm super excited to watch the build. I'm excited to watch you guys continue to plan this, um, guys. As as they go, I mean, just check out their Instagram page. It's full of planning. It's full of the cities they're going to hit. It's full of a little bit more background of what these guys are doing, where they come from, why they're doing it. Um, so incredible, cool story, guys. I, I love not only the, the golf side of it, but just the intentions of building community around it. Um, you guys are really doing something exciting for the game. And I think, you know, like you said, as, as we can't come out of the pandemic and we, we really get back into things, there's so many people that are like, now's my chance, right? I realize it's not forever. It might be now. So let's do these once in a lifetime trips. And I think you guys are inspiring a lot of other people to maybe say, you know what, screw it. Let's, let's go ahead and take our own trip or let's do something special like this. It doesn't even have to be golf related, but um, it, it's really cool to see you guys uh, forming this kind of bond between, you know, the three of you. And, and I can't wait to see it uh, formulate into something special. So, um, you know, obviously the Instagram page is a good spot to see you guys, but um, where else can people find out more about what you guys are doing? Yeah, we have a TikTok page also. Uh, you can It's the same handle as our uh, Instagram, so you can check us out on there. Awesome. Guys, that's Super Fan Sprint. So Matt and Jake, I appreciate it. And uh, as always, guys, get out there, carry your clubs, and enjoy the walk and, and stay in touch with these guys. Super Fan Sprint is doing some awesome things within the game. Uh, thanks again, guys, for joining us. Thanks for having us. It was fun. Yeah, thank you.